You're listening to the Back Porch Talk Podcast. Danny and Jason had many discussions and debates on the back porch while making pivotal investment moves with assets. That's right, with trading cards. They welcome you to the back porch and right into those discussions about current sports news with a fresh and unique twist. So come on and join us. Welcome to the Back Porch Talk podcast. I'm your co-host, Jason. This is your co-host, Danny. And we have a fun-filled show for you today where we'll actually talk about uh, the NBA season and give you our predictions in each of the conferences. And then we'll have a trade scenario, which is our premier segment, uh, which will be a very, very interesting uh, discussion so, Danny, let's go ahead and start with the Eastern Conference. And so last year, we actually had a very interesting end to the season. Uh, unfortunately, our Milwaukee Bucks did not make it into the NBA Finals. Uh, we were right there uh, against the Toronto Raptors. But for this year, let me ask you this. Out of the teams that did not make the playoffs in the Eastern Conference, which team or teams do you feel – will actually make the playoffs this year. So the teams that did not make it last year are the Charlotte Hornets, Miami Heat, Washington Wizards, Atlanta Hawks, Chicago Bulls, Cleveland Cavaliers, and the New York Knicks. So out of those teams, Atlanta, I feel, will will definitely make the playoffs this year. The team I'm struggling with right now is Miami. Watching Miami... The addition of Jimmy Butler and the rookie straight from Wisconsin, Tyler Hero. Man, they've been balling in this preseason. I know it's preseason, so we're going to preface this whole thing by this is what we're looking at right now at this point in time. And the season kicks off next week, Tuesday. The Miami Heat look tough, and I just don't know if it's just because they're playing (laughs) or what, but – I was watching last night when Hero and MCW got into it. They got a little edge to them. But for sure, Atlanta, Miami's my possible. How about you, Jason? I think that the Atlanta Hawks, that is a team to really watch out for. That's that's going to be a dangerous team. They now have another year under their belt, a little bit more experience. I believe that that is going to be the team to really watch out for. I'm not worried about the Hornets, Jordan, the staff there. In the, I don't know what they're doing in Charlotte. I just don't get it. I don't know if Mitch Kupchak, the GM there, is just waiting for some of these contracts to end because they're not getting any trade offers or they can't make any trades, whatever the case may be. I have no idea what the Charlotte Hornets are doing. But they keep giving up bad contracts. They gave Terry Rozier almost $60 million. I don't know what was up with that. I guess they was trying to find a replacement for Kemba. Yeah. But I just don't get what the Charlotte Hornets are doing. And quite honestly, I don't see the Charlotte Hornets making the playoffs in the next two, three, four years. But I will say, I think the Hawks, you know, they're going to be, you know, buying for that 8-7 seed. I'm not worried about the Knicks. Very young. Um, I had a conversation with one of my boys and 
he mentioned RJ Barrett looks like a, an Allen Houston. And he messed me up when he said that because, and this was during a game uh, that I was watching with the Knicks, uh, of the Knicks. And when he said that, I looked at his game. I was like, dang, he does seem like a, an Allen Houston. We'll see what happens with RJ Barrett, but Knicks is definitely not, I'm not worried about. But I, I will say, watch out for the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, and so let me ask you this since you feel that the Hawks and Miami Heat, um, will be vying for a playoff position. Which teams do you feel will be b- bounced out of the playoffs uh, that made it last year? So just to recap from last year, the teams that made it uh, going from one to eight seeds, uh, the Milwaukee Bucks, Toronto Raptors, Philadelphia 76ers, Boston Celtics, Indiana Pacers, Brooklyn Nets, Orlando Magic, and the Detroit Pistons. I think <laughs> looking at this, man, I'm not sure how Kyrie's going to gel with Brooklyn. They're good. It's between Brooklyn and Detroit from my standpoint. I I know we had our previous show. I was uh, all over the Detroit Pistons because they do have a lot of talent. Including your boy, Thon Maker. Stay ready, as they call him. <laughs> <laughs> but Detroit, I think it's between Detroit and Brooklyn, honestly. Detroit's so up and down, I'm not sure about them. And with Brooklyn, with Kyrie, I don't know about them. So it's between Detroit and Brooklyn. I can see them falling out. I got to disagree with you on that one. Listen, I I think Brooklyn's going to make it. The way that they played last year, every single game, they played hard every single game. They were in it. Uh, Defensively, they are a monster. They're a beast defensively. And just that effort alone, I think, is going to put them over the top in terms of being into the, in the playoffs. So I, I believe Brooklyn Nets will be there. Um, I, I believe Detroit is going to be tittering again on that AC, which would be fine because I have a feeling that our Milwaukee Bucks is going to be there in the one or two slot. And, you know, that will be just fresh meat uh, for us against the Detroit Pistons. Yep. But I would say this. I, I think – the Toronto Raptors are going to slide. Last year, they were the number two seed. I think they're going to slide uh, quite a bit. Out of the playoffs? Out of the top eight? Not, not, ooh, not out of the playoffs, but they will be very cl- – I think they may be like a seven seed. Okay, I'm, I'm Six, seven seed. So who is Atlanta's passing here on this list? I would say, you know what? I, I think Atlanta m- may teeter around that A seed. <laughs> So is it Detroit, Orlando? It may may be Detroit. It may be Detroit. Orlando I like because they're young. Uh, They got another year of experience under their belt. I I think Orlando's going to be in there. But I I really believe Detroit's going to be struggling, man. And I honestly, listen, Toronto may slip. They're going to be at the very end there. And and watch out for the Boston Celtics. Watch out for the Boston Celtics. Now, they'll make the playoffs, but I, too, believe that they're going to be in that 6-7, that 5-6-7. We're going to have to rank these, too, then, because kind of see how this all shakes out once we get, get through what we need to get through. All right, let's rank them. Let's rank them. Start with number one and going down to eight. I'm going Milwaukee, number one. Okay, I agree there. Philly, number two. I agree there. Indiana, number three. Man, mm. <laughs> I'm struggling with Indiana on account that, yes, Indiana got Malcolm Brogdon. My concern with Brogdon is, is 
can he stay healthy? I agree with that. And with Oladipo coming back and how they're all going to mesh together. But with Nate McMillan there, man, I think they'll be fine. I think it's going to take some time with all these teams, all these teams that picked up all these new free agents. You're saying Pacers at the number three, at the number three spot. Yep. All right. Who would you have at number four? Number four would be Boston. Mm. See, I think I would have to go. I can see, I can see the Pacers possibly being the number three, number four. I would have to. Uh, you said Boston at number four. Yes. I may have to go Brooklyn. I may go Brooklyn at number four, man. Listen, I'm just impressed with how Brooklyn, when they had like nobody last year, how they battled. Yeah, look who they bringing in. The chemistry killer, Kyrie. <laughs> they had the same team in Boston, man. <laughs> so I, you know, I, earlier I said about. Detroit and Brooklyn being one of the teams to fall out. I was just saying that because I saw what Kyrie, he self-destructed last year and pulled all those dudes down with, I'm going to put Brooklyn in just because all the talent they do have, but I don't trust Kyrie. And maybe he learned his lesson. And maybe you're right. Maybe they'll be the four. So I'm going to have to watch for a little bit. And we got to do this like mid-season. Okay. Okay. And revamp revamp these rankings. (laughs) (laughs) Well, for that matter, then, you know what? I would almost go ahead and put the Toronto Raptors at either the four or five seat. I just, they're going to be my five. They're going to be your five? Oh, Toronto I may, I, will be my five. I may put them at the four and then put Boston at five. And then, and then number six. Six. Who, who would you have at six? I, I, I guess I can put Brooklyn at six. I'll concede that. And I would probably flip, flip it then. You said Brooklyn at six. Yep. I think I had them at I think I had them at four or five mm-hmm. so basically it's going to be in that four or five six plot then it seems like it's going to be either for both of us either toronto boston indiana or even brooklyn net and we got those yep. swapped around let's just yep. put it like that we we agree there yes i okay. agree with you there okay and then we have seven and eight seeds atlanta orlando with miami at number nine you know i think i kind of agree agree with you on that one but i think i may put the bulls chicago bulls even so i would say my seven eight would be the likes of orlando and atlanta with chicago and miami battling out at the nine teetering around the eight seed or fighting for the eight seed when you look at that bottom that can all switch around, but yeah, right now I like Orlando and Atlanta to get in at the uh, seven and eight spots, and then okay. Miami and Chicago. I agree with you on that. To okay, be battling for that nine ten. All right, so let's, let's go on to the Western Conference. All right, and, man. And, and where the Western Conference, we had last year the teams that did not make it, Sacramento Kings, Los Angeles Lakers, Minnesota Timberwolves, Memphis Grizzlies, New Orleans Pelicans, Dallas Mavericks, and the Phoenix Suns. So out of those teams that did not make it last year, who do you feel will actually make it into the playoffs looking at this list los angeles lakers will be in as being like a one two or three which we'll get to but i see the lakers getting in man there's not a lot of space here for these teams uh the other team i think 
will make it is Dallas. Now this summer, I was big on the Kings, and I still am. I'm not sure what this whole Buddy Heald contract dispute that's going on, how that's going to impact them and their chemistry. So right now, um, I would say the Lakers and the Dallas Mavericks will be in the top eight. The Grizzlies, no. The other team, Phoenix, is actually going to be pretty good. I just don't know how with the front office and everything, that's what impacts them. They have the talent. They just don't have the management. And the T-Wolves, too, they'll be decent, but they're not going to be in top eight. How about you, Jason? Well, I'll say this. Uh, and one thing we should have prefaced here, all of our predictions are, you know, barring major injuries to a major or player on a team. So I uh, just need to uh, make mention of that. But I will say this. Lakers going to make the playoffs. Can I jump in real quick? Can I jump sure. in? Yep. Yep. I forgot yep. one team. I forgot the Pelicans. I was see. I was just about to say the Pelicans. <laughs> I, was, I was just about to say the Pelicans. I was going to say the Pelicans. Listen, let me ask. Let me ask you this, Danny. Yep, so over under the number of games that Zion plays. Zion is just announced today that Zion will be missing a few weeks due to uh, a knee injury. Not, sev- not a severe injury now, but he will be missing a few weeks. We don't know if it's just a couple of weeks. If We don't know if it's three weeks. We don't know if it's four weeks. We just don't know. Based upon what has been rumored, uh, Nike actually wanted Zion to lose some weight. Thus, the reason why the few weeks. So the knee injury happened. Nike wants Zion to lose a couple pounds. So let me ask you this, Danny, over or under the number of games that Zion plays this year? 62 and a half games over or under? Under. The injury he had last year at Duke is going to linger this year with the depth they have in New Orleans. They don't want to risk the future. And with low management, with all the stars, which I consider him a star, because he's going to draw wherever he goes. They're going to try to watch his minutes and games played to make sure that knee is healed up appropriately. And then there's just too much on the line for him, for him to go out there and play a ton of games and put all that wear and tear on his knee if it's not right. What about you, Jason? Uh, I agree there. Listen, he's going to be under. I don't think to, I agree with you. The depth is there uh, for New Orleans. Uh, I think the depth is there so much that they will actually uh, battle for the AC. I think they're going to battle for the AC uh, along with Dallas, um, along with ones that made it. I'm trying to figure out who's going to drop out. I think <laughs> I think the Oklahoma City Thunder is going to drop out. Yeah, they're um, long gone. They ain't making it. Now, I will say they may battle. They may battle for the AC as well. But that's really dependent upon, honestly, whether or not they're going to Keep Chris Paul midseason. I believe that Chris Paul, the Oklahoma City Thunder, will agree on a buyout, and Chris Paul will be moved. So depend. So I, I still think Oklahoma City is going to battle in that A spot, but I think the organization is going to realize, you know what, we're battling so hard, we're not going to even advance through, you know, out of the first round. So let's go ahead and get 
some draft picks and let's just go ahead and rebuild. And I think they're going to do that in the middle of the season. So any so of these with, other teams you you thinking uh, before we uh, go one through eight that may have a chance? Listen, man, I am not Sacramento. Oh man, that that's going to be a battle too. They're going to be battling. I believe Sacramento, the New Orleans Pelicans. I almost want to say the San Antonio Spurs too, man. I think they're all going to be battling for that eighth seed. And keep in mind, last year, between the fifth and the ACs, it was only separated by two games. I think we're going to experience that through the five, the fifth through the ninth, tenth seed. That's only going to be separated by two or three games. This season is going to come down to the very last game of the regular season. I think it goes even higher. I think it's going to be three through eight. It's going to be battling. Whoa. Okay, so let's, let's, let's break it down then. So who, who you got? One through eight. Let's, let's go. Let's go with it. My number one, Houston Rockets. Man, get the hell out of here, man. Are you serious? <laughs> Dead serious. Are you serious, man? Dead serious. Man, I cannot believe you done said that. Man. Okay. <laughs> but right now, Houston's my number one. Who's your number one? Man, it's not Houston. <laughs> <laughs> you talking about James Harden, oh, Russell Westbrook on the same team? Yep. Man, listen. There's not enough balls to go around. My number one seed, and this is going to be a battle, too, between Denver and Utah. So who is it? Who you going with? You going to put your money on Utah? I'm going Denver. Damn, I'm going Denver. you going to put your money on Utah? That's number one. Yeah, okay, you got Denver. Got <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking Denver. And then number two, I, I, I can I can say Utah. Number two, I'm putting as Denver. Number three, Los Angeles Clippers. Hmm. I don't know if I can do that with the Clippers, man. Listen, Paul George is going to be out for a little bit. Understood. And the West is no joke. There will be no days off, no games off in the Western Conference. I can't put the Clippers at three. I may, I would say at three, uh, I can see Houston, maybe. I may reshuffle that. I may rethink that one. All right. So you're going Houston three? Yeah, I'll go Houston three. All right, I'm going to go Utah four. I, I can see them as the four seed. I can see uh, maybe the Clippers. Okay, so Clippers, you're a four. Number five, the Trailblazers. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I can see Portland gonna, being one. I like Portland, but I'm not crazy right I'm, I'm, now. I'm about to reshuffle already. <laughs> so I'm dropping down Houston. I'm putting Portland in that spot. Okay. At number three. So I'm putting Portland at number three. I'm going to put Houston at number four. Your five is? This this see, Western Conference is tough. Yeah, The Western Conference is tough. I think I would go with the uh, Clippers. And let me let me make sure. So number one, I had number Denver. one, I had Denver. Yep. Two, I had Utah. Yep. Three, I put Portland. Four, I put Houston. Five, I'm putting Clippers. Yep. Six, Six. I'm putting Lakers. Yeah, I have to agree with you on that. Well, listen, I, I think with the Lakers, what I've seen so far, I've seen a whole lot of pick-and-roll action between AD and LeBron. Yep. And I believe that is going to be something to really watch out for. The passing has been exceptional, especially when you have another big man as JaVel McGee in there. Um, he is uh, an athletic big in yes. uh, Dawes. So I, I can see the Lakers really gelling now. We haven't seen Kuzma in the mix. I believe the Lakers are, are going to do well, um, but not 
well enough to, you know, really move up uh, in that it's going to take a while for them to jail. And when you have veteran teams together like a Denver and Utah, uh, I think, you know, that's going to be really hard to uh, deal with. So there you have it. Number seven, I'm going Golden State. Yeah, I agree with you on that one. Without knowing when Klay Thompson's coming back, if they can just hold it down until he gets back and maybe he comes back in like a March-ish time frame, Mm -hmm. then maybe that changes. But right now I'm going with them at seven. And so you you going with them at seven too? Yep, I'm going with them at seven. Number eight, this is what we're talking about when we're talking about the teams that did not make it. And this is between, for me, San Antonio, New Orleans, and Dallas. So I am going to go with the Dallas Mavericks as my number eight seed at this point in time. Man, you're high on Dallas. Listen, I'm going to San Antonio. When was, the, <laughs> when was the last time San Antonio did not make the playoffs? Totally agree, man. Totally agree. But KP, Porzingis is looking good in preseason. So right we, now, repeat, right now, repeat that. Right now, repeat that. Repeat huh? that. I said, repeat that. I said, KP is looking really good in preseason. Preseason, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) But he's coming back from that major knee injury. If he can stay healthy, they have a good enough team. I'm going San Antonio on that. So we got got our picks. And then, like you said, I think there's going to be a lot of battling uh, really between five through through nine, maybe even ten. You're saying even extend that out to three, um, the three seed to ten. So. We'll see what happens, man. This is going to be an exciting NBA season. Very exciting NBA season. Yes, and we, like I said, we left off the Kings, the Timberwolves, who will be, they're not going to be sorry, but it's just that they have the bad luck of being in the West. And Phoenix, if they can put anything together, because they have the talent, so it's going to be fun. Yeah, this is going to be a great season. So on to the next segment and where the trading card scenario for today is Zion Williamson's rookie card for Charles Barkley, his rookie card. So go ahead and start, Danny. This this is going to be an interesting conversation, I believe. Uh, (laughs) So would you take that trade? Uh, Really, what are your thoughts on it? I am on the side of Charles Barkley. Uh, his rookie card, even when we were growing up, man, had a lot of value and it still holds value. Part of this scenario choice was a lot of comparisons have been between Zion and Charles Barkley. Needless to say, for this scenario, if someone said, I'll trade you my Zion Williamson rookie card for my for my Charles Barkley rookie card, I'll tell you, step off. I'm good with Charles Barkley, man. Charles was one of the people I followed growing up to. And at that point in time, when that rookie card came out, it was very coveted. Love to have Charles Barkley's rookie card over Zion, Zion's rookie card. How about you, Jason? Now, are you just more so referring to on the court or just overall? Both. Charles Barkley, in my opinion, is a 
better player. I know he came in, he was a little out of shape, but well, hell, they both out of shape, boy. We talking uh, about Zion Williamson off for about three, four weeks just to lose weight, allegedly. And where Charles Barkley, he actually played his way in a shape. Well, let me rephrase. Moses Malone and them told told him, man, you a fat ass. <laughs> That's exactly what Charles Barkley would say. You a fat ass, so uh, you need to go ahead and lose this weight, man. But yep. he, he ended up losing it. Yeah, and so that's my opinion. I, if this was offered to me, I'm taking the Charles Barkley side of this trade. Knowing both cards have value, from my standpoint, Charles was a better player coming in. He holds value over time. He, he was just one of those unique players. And I appreciated him because he was only 6'4". He battled. He would dunk on you in a heartbeat. He would take it from... And he could shoot. And he... Know. He had the all-around games, and this, from this standpoint, the way everything's shaking out, I would take Charles Barkley over Zion. Keep in mind, as a rookie coming in, we don't know how Charles Barkley is going to be. We didn't know Charles Barkley was going to be Leeds MVP. Going went to the finals against a Michael Jordan-led Bulls team. We didn't know Charles Barkley was going to be the leading scorer. Uh, of the uh, dream team back in 92 in Barcelona. Uh, We didn't know the many all-star teams that he was a part of. Uh, And I believe he was all-star MVP at one point in time as well. So we didn't know all that was going to happen in Charles's career. And then obviously post-career, he's become a a mouthpiece, uh, if you will, for TNT. Uh, One of the best shows, TV shows during the NBA season. Um, so we don't know all that about Charles Barkley in this trade. The only True. thing we know about we only thing we know about Charles Barkley in this trade is that he was at Auburn. He was a part of the or he tried out for the U.S. Olympic team when Bobby Knight was the coach. Bobby cut Knight him. cut him, and you know that controversy has been going back and forth for a number of years. So we just know the round mound, uh, a rebound. Uh, grabbing the rebound and taking it uh, the length of the court and dunking on you. That's all we know about Charles Barkley at this particular moment in time. We only know about Zion in terms of what he did has done at Duke. In terms of we know him about in high school, the social media following. Let me ask you this. Do you feel that if there was social media back in Charles Barkley day uh, in, in college? Do you feel that he would have similar numbers in terms of followers than Zion? No. Just due to the fact that he played at Auburn, even though Auburn is a known basketball school, it's not Duke. And all the hype around Zion coming from high school, Charles Barkley did not have. To that point, if we level set it there of, all right, they're both coming out at the same time, I was still, because Charles Barkley still had a game coming out and he was known, he was a high draft pick for the Philadelphia 76ers. He wasn't number one like Zion was. Knowing that injury Zion had in Duke, putting those together in parallel. Hey, and that, that's why you got me, man. That's why you got me, because I'm, I'm going to tell you a, a little secret of, uh, here. I actually agreed with you in terms of taking Charles Barkley. I actually agree with you, but I wanted to kind of play uh, the other side here in that uh, Charles Barkley, he was the number – he was the fifth pick in the 84 draft. The thing is, the, the reason why I indicated that in terms of all his accolades, Charles Barkley's accolades, um, 
in his career is because rookie, you know, the rookie car, it's like you, you can only at that point in time go by really what you've done in high school, the hype or, or college. Charles Barkley was in school for, I want to say three years. And then Zion only one year, but he had that, that following. Um, and to your point, that's why I asked you the question about the social media aspect, because social media is a currency. Your, your followers is a currency. So yes. when you talk about the value of one's car, Zion's value would skyrocket over Charles Barkley's value. Just off of your answer in terms of the social media following. I think too with this, if we're doing the trade right now, that I guess that's where the value of Charles Barkley's rookie car right now, based on everything he's done in his career, versus you getting a Zion rookie car right now, would you take and trade that physical card for Charles Barkley's rookie card in 2019 versus this is the other side, which you're, you're, you're spinning on Charles Barkley, 1984 Zion Williamson, 2019. I would say this with that. We're, we're talking about Zion's potential of yes. having a career equating to that of what Charles Barkley's career is or career was in the NBA and his post NBA career. I would say this, I I would stick with Charles Barkley. The reason being is because we are already seeing fractures of of Zion's uh, ability here. I'm concerned with this, what is it? Weeks of Zion having off, allegedly losing weight and you're changing the composition of his body. The rigors of the NBA, yeah, they want him to lose weight, allegedly. But how is that going to change his game? Charles Barkley was in the league for a long time. I, I just don't know if Zion is going to be in the league that long. Yeah, so if you're if we're talking about potential of Zion and with in comparison to Charles Barkley's career, mm-hmm. I'm I'm the known. So you're talking about the known versus the unknown, really. I'm going I'm going to go with the known and Charles Barkley. Um, but if we're looking at it from the standpoint of we don't know either one careers, the rookie, the rookie season, I'm going with Zion purely because of the following, the, the currency uh, that he has, the value that he has from a social media aspect and uh, the hype that he has even coming into uh, the NBA. And he only played one year in college. I would agree with you on that. So if you said – exactly how you said it based on potential and they're both on even playing field definitely zion all the hype that's surrounding him barkley didn't have that barkley was popular but he wasn't zion was light years ahead of him from a popularity standpoint especially with basketball and exposure and everything so i think we're agreeing on this from both sides of it man this is a shock this is rarity <laughs> this is this is a rarity. So, um, we'll we'll take it though. We'll take it. All right. I think that is our show for. Thank you for joining us at Backports Talk Podcast. You can also join us on Twitter by tweeting us at back underscore podcast. For more information, you can go to our website, which is backportstalkpodcast dot com. You can also email us at backporchtalkpodcast at gmail.com. 
Again, thank you for joining us. And remember that there's enough hate in the world. So go ahead and spread a little love.